Hey listeners, what's better than free shameless self-promotion? That's right. Costly shameless self-promotion. With our 50th episode coming up on December 11th, we're having a giveaway where you can win your very own screw up the podcast magnet. You'll be the femme of the fridge with this utilitarian magnet that works the way all magnets do, but this one also lets your in-laws know what kind of sense of humor you really have. To enter, just leave a review of our podcast on your favorite podcasting app, and the winner will be read aloud on January 8th. So if you're looking for ways to turn your icebox into a nice box, leave us a review and enter yourself to win big with exclusive Screw Up the Podcast merchandise. Hello, and welcome to Screw Up the Podcast. It's the podcast where we screw up, fail forward, and 86 the broccoli cheese soup, but 69 are co-workers. I'm Emma. And I'm CJ. I wanted to hold for applause there, but I didn't. I forgot. There you go. It doesn't uh, sound like applause when it's just one person. It sounds bad. What does it sound like? Sexy? Sounds like hot, hot. 69. Oh, if you're 69 and it's making that noise, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Wait, really? Don't noise shame me. That's the noise that I make. I'm doing it with my hands, though. You're 69. Okay, you're just clapping the whole time. (laughs) I'm so happy. (laughs) Yes. It feels so good. Do you know that there's there's a a subsect of humanity that believes that 69 is not good? That it's like somebody they seem to think that it's because you can't focus entirely on like your focus is split between giving pleasure. <laughs> We're gonna screw up the podcast. This one's about restaurants. Your focus is between <laughs> giving the <laughs> I just really, really I like, all about sex. <laughs> Subsex. Aren't they all? Um, but I don't believe that that's true. Not only do I not believe that that's true. But I also don't think that there's anything wrong with it, even if it is true. I think it's efficient and wonderful. Yeah, I think it's a lot like when somebody's like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to walk the block to the beach because the golf cart is broken. This is not a problem. I'm so distracted from sucking this dick that I <laughs> like <laughs> by my own pleasure that it's like, no, you're getting there. We're going to the ocean. It's such a specific, like... That is the most... North Carolina coast thing I've ever said. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, I'm like, did somebody say that to you? Um, oh, that's funny. Anyway, um, yes, sixty nine co uh, sixty nine coworkers. What could be more restaurant than sleeping with a coworker? <gasps> Nothing. Okay, how? Okay, can I get a number of how many restaurant? Okay, this is just. I'm just curious about how many people that you worked at at a restaurant that you had sex with and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like while you guys are both working there at the same time um honestly i'm trying to think two i think (gasps) well but you have to think though that like i i mean i have a smaller pool to work from almost always because that's right that's a good point yeah yeah. because gay and also um very picky. That's not true at all. This is not true. I think, but as, I think now you probably are. You well, I mean, only pick one guy. 
<laughs> all the yeah. time. I think if I would, but if I was like let loose to like to be, I'm very much like a like at the buffet. I'm like, ooh, let me try everything. So I don't. I find a lot of stuff really attractive. I find a lot of people in general really attractive. Like I am not selective. You know, I don't know. It's just like people are hot, right? Are hot. There's always something hot about somebody. I agree. And so much of it is like personality too, where like it is a huge, huge turn up more so than just like somebody looking hot too. It's like if someone is, yeah, if someone is really hot and then they're like, they suck. I don't actually like really want to sleep with them anymore. I know a lot of people don't care, but that's like a, yeah. A boner killer. Oh, same. Yeah. I am. That's what you are. <laughs> You're the boner destroyer. Yeah, that was my nickname at the at the Longhorn Steakhouse. Because <laughs> they all because you have sex with them until the boner goes away. Yes. <laughs> Funny story. No, I actually um, there was a uh uh uh, what was my nickname? You have a nickname. Yeah. Great. I want to say it was Red Rocket, but I feel like that Ooh. can't be. Because that's I know it had something to do with being redheaded because it was me and this girl Kiki who was like uh was like chocolate thunder and then Wendy who was like the blonde bomber. Chocolate Thunder. I think it was Chocolate Thunder, Red Rocket, and Blonde Bomber, and we all had headsets. And Wendy was like this forty five year old woman, the best woman in the fucking world. And then Kiki was the most interesting woman in the whole world. And Love it was that. like the three of us would be essays and we'd just knock that place out. We'd work hard and run around on our little walkie-talkies. Our little headsets. That's fun. That's yeah. fun. Blonde Bomber that's- 41 needs a wipe down or whatever and be like, I'm on it, Red Rocket. And we'd like... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that. I think the... I, it's so funny that you were like, uh, Kiki, was that, that was her name, right? Kiki? Yes. You're like the most interesting woman in the world. I, is it your experience that like people who... when you, work in restaurants fascinating fascinating, fascinating cool as usually like yes. um deeply worldly usually it's a lot of times people have been traveling uh yes worldly um yeah and also just like uh full of trauma mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> full of trauma the and, uh, loving the vices loving Love the vices. vices yes one time i left longhorn and i put i lit a black and mild in the parking lot and I lit a cigarette and I, I don't know if I didn't realize that I lit one, but I was like, fuck it. I'm committed now. So I was smoking them both sitting on mm. the curb outside of the Longhorn. And I just remember somebody coming out that worked there and just looking at me and being like, this is the picture. This is like the picture of somebody getting off work here. And I'm like, yeah, it's just smoking a cigar and a cigarette at the same time, just sitting on the ground outside. Just being like, yes. why am I here? Yeah. Oh my God. The sheer amount of cigarettes I smoked oh when I was working or after it's like after the shift right is the yeah, that was you always wanted the shift to end not just because you were done with work but because that's where like the restaurant really Came alive yes for me yes. absolutely it's like that was when you would sit at the bar and have a couple of cocktails and get to know your coworker in a way that Both was like underwear. so 
<laughs> oh, guess roll silverware, go outside, chain smoke, come back. Yes. Close the place down, even though you got cut at four, like you're yes, still yes. there at 11. It's like shit like that was like, honestly, it was like on a macro level for me, it was sad because like not, obviously there was other stuff going on, but like in the moment that those experiences were so wonderful. Yeah. I love um, Absolutely. There was some times that I got off work in the best mood I think I've ever been in. Like one to be off work, and then yeah. two, like, I, well, I don't know if this is how your yours was, but it was very like everybody just goes out afterward. Like at the yes. end, yes. Oh my god, like, where are we going? And you're all like, it's just immediate party every time. Every shift is like followed by a party. It was great. It's oh. So fun. Literally, you you will never find more fun people to party with than restaurant people. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And I keep thinking of more and more stories. I'm going to jump into one. Let's go, please. Oh God. Cause of course it's a restaurant. There's so much to be screwed up. There's so many opportunities oh, for screw up. Yeah. We're, we're painting, we're painting a very kind picture of it because two things can be true, which is that it was a wonderful a unifying, beautiful experience, and at the same time, an absolutely torrential nightmare of uh, what? What is that word when you like? You, it's like um, not coping, but like um, codependency. Yes. Yes. Oh codependency with a bunch of people that don't know the rules. Yes. Experience of restaurants. Please, I wish there was a class on how not to treat waiters and waitresses. <laughs> oh my God. And everything in between. <laughs> Servers. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, actually, the first day that I met Kiki, the first shift that I worked at the Longhorn Steakhouse, which was the first uh, restaurant that I worked at. And mm-hmm. I, so I was 19. And at this point in my life, I really wasn't talking much yet. <laughs> so, Mm-hmm. I'm pretty old. I'm 19, but I really wasn't talking to strangers very loud still. Um, and it's like, I see these people now and it blows me away. Cause I'm like, I know you. Like, I mean, I don't know you. No one knows you because I was that person where I was like, I could not get the words out. And like, um, so when I first started working there, I was a host and they would, I feel like somebody would always be standing behind me being like louder, louder. Because people would come in and be like, hi, welcome to Longhorn. Would you like, can I, how many people are in here? And they'd be like, louder, Emma. Just, like, just yell it at them when they walk through the door because I'm like, no one can hear you. Um, and so at on the very first day, I had to work at like 5.30 on a Friday night at like one of the few restaurants in our town. So it was swamped like every weekend. But because of like my library schedule, that was the shift that I had to take. It was my first time working at a restaurant. I was so nervous. And pretty much the first thing that happened was like somebody like thrust a headset in my hand running by and was like, put this on. And then somebody else came behind them. And then, and it was Kiki, but I didn't know that at the time. And she goes, she doesn't even know how to put that thing on, does she? Because I was just standing there with it in my hand, like frozen. Yeah. And, And then I go, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I do. And then she walks away. And then another girl comes up. And she go and I go. I I actually don't. I could you help me? I don't know how to put this on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found out, which you know, I don't know. I wouldn't call her a friend, I guess. Um, but yeah. Okay, here's an interesting uh, a little 
diversion from the story for just a second because I'm curious and I feel a little mm-hmm. guilty about even saying this out loud, but I don't know if this was your experience in restaurants, but it felt like some people everybody seemed to like and get along with. And then I didn't really understand why or why we were nice to them because they're terrible at their job and mean to everyone else. Why do we all love this person? Like, did they pick up your shift one time? Because I don't understand what you guys are seeing. (laughs) I'll do you, I'll do you one better. Not only do I think that those people exist, but I also think that the, um, someone can be almost completely irredeemable in so many qualities. And just get battered. But be amazing, but like be amazing at their job and get away with everything. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like absolutely just no, like no, like just suck the air out of the room in such a way. But they're like, oh, but they're, you know, but they're good. So and I'm just like, so we're just going to put up with this. Oh my God. That's the worst. Yes, absolutely. Whatever shifts they want, whatever shifts they don't want to call in for, and they just want to not show up for it's because they'll work when they're here. And it's like, oh, that's so annoying. Or it's like, they don't have to do this. They don't have to do that. That's so annoying. But also another third group. Yeah. (laughs) Is that group that really works hard and does everything right. And is so sweet and just gets shit on by everyone. Oh, 100%. Like we all loved, I'm thinking of one person in particular that had the most big, beautiful butt and we would all, not me so much, but we'd all talk shit. Um, and he was a perfect man. And I think that's what we're all jealous. About their butt? Yeah. About his big, beautiful butt. But he was a very sweet, sweet, white, tall. Why are we making fun of people's butts? What world is Butts are the best. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I think it what it was is like we were all super happy about it. But he was a sweet, sweet Christian boy who was a server and did not. Yeah, it was not like that. It was not like he didn't. It's not that he didn't fit in. We all loved him and he fit in great, of course. And he's. I think he manages Longhorns now. I think, but like sure. very good man. But but oh, I felt so guilty because you could tell he was the kind of person that would get embarrassed like if somebody was bringing it up. And I'm like, you're around servers, of course we're gonna be like butts, tits, vaginas. Or whatever, all the time. At least, yeah. Bare minimum. That that is such another like restaurant thing too. To like yeah. have someone come in and be like, "Oh, you new here? Get ready to be tainted. I'm gonna be gross, and you're gonna be changed irrevocably." Like, yeah. I, it is just such a. I haven't worn panties with any of my jeans in four years, and I'm like, "Oh, oh stop." <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I usually heard that at the Longhorn. One of my server friends. Of course. Of course. I with these jeans. And I'm like, okay. Well, then you have to wash your jeans, which is who's doing that? <laughs> Let me yeah. pretend like I'm not gross for a second. You are? Well, I don't wash my jeans. Oh, no, uh, but if you're putting your, your bare pussy in them, <laughs> you better be washing that denim. <laughs> oh, my God. The way that kind of rhymes. If you're putting your bare pussy in them, then you better be washing that denim. Yes. Girl, you better wash. you better clean yourself yeah i think um yeah that's uh there's seven it's so funny because we're like there's this other group and then this other it's but names just say all of their names right now i know i was gonna say because like we're talking about groups but really what i was referring to was one person in particular i'm like you know how some people as a group can do this thing that he does that's so annoying (laughs) (laughs) 
At the same time, though, I, I just real quickly, it's like, yes. I also know that I fell into and am definitely like was a specific person at, at my, you know what I mean? Like I was, ugh, I don't even like to think about it. You go ahead. We'll get to me eventually. Oh my God. I cannot wait though. Yes. Uh, I want to hear all about this. Yeah. Very quickly, this terrible, terrible woman. No, I'm just kidding. She's my friend. Oh, yeah. I get along with her just like everybody else does. I'm fine with her too. Just, it's fine that she's a bitch. <laughs> anyway, so, so she comes up right after. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about her. I didn't know her. So I didn't know to not say this, but I was just like, I don't know how to put my headset on. Actually, I'm, that lady asked me, but I, she kind of scared me because um, I don't know what I'm doing. And like, could you just help me put this headset on? Wrong person. Wrong person to ask. So this girl immediately goes, um, oh, Kiki scares you? Kiki scared you? <gasps> Kiki, did you hear that? You scared the new girl. And made such a knowing, knowing that Kiki is fucking insane. Oh, and that Kiki should have scared me, but not in the right way. I love Kiki. She is insane. So she goes off. Kiki does. Immediately goes to the manager. Because she knows that that's how Kiki is. And she immediately goes to the manager starts screaming in the kitchen about how they have hired another racist <laughs> and that I am scared of her because she's black. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God. First day. <laughs> so, so, um, so the manager, the manager who was terrifying to me because he was like eight feet tall and never smiled. I eventually got him smiling all the time because I could, but scared the shit out of me. He took me outside to talk to me outside of the building we went outside and then he goes he like looks down at me I've got tears in my eyes because I could hear her yelling to everyone at my new job that I'm a racist and that I'm scared of black people and I'm like I can't even say anything like I'm like shocked into like total muteness and so the the manager kind of like sighs and he looks at me and I cry a little bit and he goes um he goes so now you've met Kiki and I'm so sorry. I don't think that you're a racist. <laughs> I'm not a racist. <laughs> like, that is so weird. It was this awful. is very funny. Oh. But then uh, after that, we actually did kick, we hit it off, man. I keep you with Kiki. The, uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, she's great. I remember she'd come up to me and always say funny things. She'd be like, um, she'd be like, if anybody calls about me sleeping with their husband or their husband sleeping with somebody else's husband or, you know, uh, don't answer. I don't work here. I'm fired. She'd always give us like different instructions for whoever called. Uh-huh. And, great and then um she had like six cell phones and you know none of them were like tied to her it was so crazy and she'd like walk around with these big rings like she always uh-huh. had massive rings on and then one time i saw it and it was open and she was like opening and closing it a bunch of times and she's like oh damn i just lost like 300 dollars worth of pills and i was like oh sure where did she lose them i don't know i looked everywhere like into yeah that's what i mean like into people's food like where was it i didn't even think of that well where would it have gone i don't know i didn't even think of food oh my god restaurant and here's the thing if you lose 300 dollars worth of pills and it's something especially if she's like handing food off and stuff it's falling into the to-go boxes Oh there my! You go. Somebody, somebody thinks I never considered that. 
an after dinner mint. Yeah. Yes. Everyone's tripping balls. That's why they keep coming back. They're like, wow, the food here is really good. Oh, yes. Absolutely tranquilize. That's tranquilize kids eating chicken nuggies with uh, Zanny bars. Yeah. Easy peasy. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Here's another one. You ready for another one? I absolutely am. One time I walked in the kitchen. It was a very, very slow time. Slow day. Uh-huh. Many people of us working. It was like the between times. Um, and uh, I walked into the kitchen. I was the only one in the kitchen. I looked over and there was a, a fire in the kitchen. Um, maybe like two, three feet wide. Maybe two, three feet tall. <laughs> what? Where was it? Like, was it on the... It was like on the from the burner. I'll put it like this. Okay. It was on the burner on the oven, but the oven was the wrong direction. Apparently, it had fallen over. Like it, the oven had tipped over, I guess somehow, and like all lit on fire. So it was the oven, but it was not in the right what? orientation. So my, it's so interesting because you never know how you're going to react in these situations. And yeah, I feel like I have all of these like hero fantasies all the time. Same, yeah. No, I'm just, I like go to the kitchen and I just stare at that fire. I just stare at it for like what had to have been like a minute. And then not even like in a panic, like not even like, oh, I'm frozen, but like, a, like mesmerized. Eh, mesmerized. That's the perfect word. And then somebody comes from the other side of the kitchen, you know, the other entrance walks in, immediately stops and is like, what the fuck is that? Like a normal reaction. They look at me and that like jump starts me because I'm just chilling. <laughs> Just watching this fire burn. Oh okay, wait, 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 wait. Do you know that meme of that little girl like smiling with the burning yeah. house behind her? That is that's what you're giving me in that moment. That was you. I was like staring at that fire, like, oh my god, I'm totally gonna get cut. <laughs> I'm gonna get to go home today. This is so mesmerizing. Did you get to go home? No. What had happened? I know. I know. Oh, CJ just made the angriest, best face. I, because oh. this is what this is what That's I fucking hate about restaurants, dude. Yeah, we'll just serve them outside. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what happened was like this person was like, "Oh my god!" And then they like exclaimed and looked at me, and then I was like, "I gotta like." I got to react now. It's my time to better react or else this is weird. And so I, the first thing that come out of my mouth, like I was the one saving the day. I like point to the fire and I go, that's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> and I was like, mostly a question. <laughs> like a lot of like, is that, I don't cook. Oh, <laughs> Oh my god! You're just I like Should I take that to table ten. Yeah, that's a fancy. That's a is that a juliander? Is that a juliander? Is that what that is? Are they juliander? Flambe. What's juliander? I don't know. Isn't it a way to chop something? <laughs> Julie Julianne. Yes, that is a way to chop something, but not to cook it. Not a way to cook something. Not sideways. Yeah, I, on a <laughs> on a. Well, how did it fall over? You know, that's a really good question. I think what had happened was somebody was fucking with it and it fell over and started on fire and then got worse. And that person, I think, had already ran to go get somebody to like help them put it up, probably. Gotcha. And then I think it just got out of hand really fast. Because it yeah. really doesn't make sense that that would be like that for me to walk in. I think that was a big part of it. Where I was just like, there would be people around if this were happening. And maybe right. I'm imagining it. 
Did you ever worry about them thinking, like someone walking in and being like, oh, Emma did this? You know what? No. <sighs> You're like, yeah, I'm not worried about it. People yeah, I probably should have been. I feel like that about a lot away. of things. Honestly, I'm never really afraid of getting accused for anything ever. Is that bad? Like, I, I just feel like if I didn't no. do it and I get accused for it, I don't give a shit. Like, if somebody was like, Emma, you're wanted for murder. I'd be like, <laughs> you're, good luck. <laughs> good luck finding evidence. <laughs> like, if I never going to find the body. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's the kind of crazy confidence that gets you in prison. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, um, no, I think that's great. Uh, I just like I am. I am always afraid of being accused of something. You know what? I'm afraid. I'm very afraid of being accused of things that I have done, because I will immediately admit that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Emma, did you start that fire? I'd be like, well, yes. <laughs> but what have you? But you didn't. Oh yeah. So if but if I had, then I would tell you. Oh I yeah, I a serial. But no one's ever asked me if I started them. Yeah, I wish they would. Why doesn't somebody just ask me? I would tell them. I oh have ten blankets on fire. I have a quilty I, conscience. Uh, did you say a quilty conscience? Oh my god! Don't yeah, say don't stuff like you. that. <laughs> I'm gonna find that soundbite. Every listeners, go back like thirty seconds and listen to CJ go uh uh before you heard the yeah. quilty part. Sorry. That is literally, the, that's the sound of, like, a hard drive, like, exploding. That, that is, the, yeah. Uh, the computer doesn't work anymore after that. Yeah, the computer doesn't work anymore. Speaking of, should we take a break? Yes! Let's take a break. Uh, and we're back. Hi! Hi! Oh, we're back from break. Uh, here we are with Screw Up hey, the Restaurant. Huh? Hey, how are you? Hey, uh, you know, the question, uh, answer the phone. Do you have like a one way of answering the phone? Um, wow. That's a really good question. Usually I don't answer them. I don't, I don't like, I, I, well, you know this about me. I like schedule phone calls and then I I usually make them. Yeah. That's what I like to do. Yeah. If, If I'm answering the phone, uh, the, the phone, I'll say, Hello, but what I mean is what? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I schedule phone calls sometimes, and then I make them about a half hour, hour after that. <laughs> Whatever. I'm bad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever works. Absolutely. No, I, I know that, like, there are, I, I get kind of jealous of people who are, like, you know, like FaceTiming each other randomly oh, and being like, random what a flash. If you're just FaceTiming somebody randomly, you really, you're either trying to catch them <laughs> in something. <laughs> oh, like, I don't know what's going on. You got a fucking it's, motivation. I know I'm always trying to masturbate. And so I don't want people to be FaceTiming me all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, wait, you don't want them to go through. Okay. I see. But yeah. I want them to, you know, what's the opposite FaceTime? Uh, have you ever had a, uh, like, a, a sexy webcam moment? I think I just broke my brain trying to think of what the opposite of time would be. And it hurt. And now I have to recover. 
<laughs> I know. Spicy. What a spicy question. Um, but yes, now I forget the question. The opposite of time? Oh, uh, what? Emit? Emit? <sighs> that is a word. <laughs> that is a word. It that is. is. It is a wrong. word. Okay, I don't think that there, because time, there, it, it, time is, it's, it is. Time is. Like, there can't be something that's the opposite of it because it is persistent. Like, it is always there. Yeah, it's mean, like you can't have like, something isn't. Yeah, like, we, the antithesis of time would be, like, literally nothingness, which is not the opposite of something. So, yeah. anyway. How did you answer the question? How did you answer the phone at the restaurant that you worked let me, at? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, no, let me go back to the other question because it, it pertains to my story. Uh, have you ever had a sexy webcam? Oh. I've got a question for your question. Okay. I did love when people do that. Is it like you. <laughs> Do you, do you, um, if I, if I am, does it need to be just one per? Uh, can it be more than one person? Like if I is, when you uh, say webcam, do you just mean like the camera on your technology that might record you doing something or saying something sexy, or do you mean like posting or streaming in some way, like a like to a group or strangers or anything? Um, uh, I, the first one. Okay, I didn't know if you meant like webcam girls or webcam boys, like doing. Oh, I mean, I, if that was something, you know, if you were. You know, not. If, I just if feel were, like it would sound cooler if I asked the question. Sure, sure. Like, yeah. Oh, that's what you mean? Then I'll tell you this story, and then people might think that I have another story about the other, even though I don't. You you weren't um, finger blasting yourself on a Zoom meeting, broadcasting it to. The video. <laughs> like, I turned the video. Oh, I turned the video off. Right. Bust I'm alone. Reading. Wait, I meant bust as in like your neck up. Like you're seeing um, some bust. Like a scalp. And also, you busted. Alone. Alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll zoom. You can only do so much for me. It's true. Still alone. Um, no, I bust with Sam all the time. Can we edit that out? No? We'll move on. So I typically don't. I typically don't edit things out when you ask me to. Yeah. I'm trying to pick up the, the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So basically though, yeah, something like something internet-y, uh, one-on-one, like Skype, you know, sexy Skype session. Uh, Skype after dark. Oh. not really i've been known to send a couple pictures maybe a video but like i really don't it seems like too much of a liability man angle and then you never see me the same again there are picture some valiscarian areas well okay first of all i don't think a picture is sexy i'm just gonna go ahead and say that i don't think there's anything about a picture that words are sexy yeah, I do. A picture is worth a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you Jay. fucking set me up for that. You fucking set me up for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, no, I... Okay, so here, we're going to backtrack into the restaurant story, right? Yes. How, I, okay, actually, I have another question for you before I go into that. 
Yeah. Have you ever slept? We talk about sleeping with coworkers, right? Have you ever slept with a customer? Like prostitution? No, after you got the tip. Did you get the tip after the tip? Do you, you, you give you the tip and then you're like, can I have the whole thing? This is such a good question. I'm going to, I'm going to say no, I don't think I have. Yeah. I would say that that's, I mean, yeah. Also, I only slept with two uh, restaurant people that I worked with. I just love. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same. And you're like, it's a small pool and everything. I'm like, ha ha. You expect to be like a two dozen, of course. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I think it's, it's funny because yeah, you do. Uh, people do sleep with each other a lot in restaurants from my experience. Oh my God, yes. But it, everyone else is sleeping with everyone else. Yeah, but then often, well, I mean, maybe we just understood. Like we did it and we were like, this actually is bad. So never yeah, mind. That was mostly I, like, I was usually in long-term relationships at the restaurant. So it wasn't like something I really considered that hard when I worked there. Yeah. It's sure. usually like there would be like two week windows when me and my ex was broken up. Also, he worked there. I mm. forgot that. And his brother worked there. <laughs> and my sister-in-law worked there. It's a small town. All oh at the same God. time. All at the same time. And then her sister worked there. It was very confusing. So there wasn't a lot of room for like, for a sexy time in and amongst my coworkers. I mean, I found, you know, ways, but. Sure. No workarounds. I found ways. I found um yeah, no, I uh, both of mine, I think I kind of told the one story that I sort of wanted to that is like very fitting for this uh episode about how but I think it was like scripted interview when I went in and like I slept with this guy and then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told that whole story. If you have not listened to it, go check out script the interview. I'm not, I won't go over it now, but basically the TLDR version of that is I slept with someone, did not speak to them for two years. Then I went to the interview and it turns out that they were the, the person interviewing me. It did not go well, but they still gave me the job because they wanted to sleep with me again, which I did not divulge to them. I don't think maybe I did. Sounds like something I would do to sleep with them again. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. So I would honestly. Yeah. But I don't really remember. Everyone I slept with at the restaurant, all two of them, bad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> nice guys. Nice guys. Yeah. Not no much. complaints except for the circumstances. Which Both were... terrible. I complained constantly. Yeah. <laughs> During? Yes. Ah, ah brother. What is that? Ah, get this penis out of me, would you? Ah, I'm as dry as a steaks. <laughs> My pussy's well done. Bring me the line sixty nines. Not gonna get it in this onion ring. Why it's me taking it too far today. Um okay, so I slept with a customer. Ooh at the restaurant. So I didn't do you okay, would, do you consider sex to be oral? Yes, I do. Oral? Oh, no, oral. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, do I consider oral sex sex? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and me I, too. Yes. 
I think it's penetrative. That's usually what I say. It's like a different, well, they're just different, but it's, it is still sex. Like if you, if I have oral sex with somebody, I, I have sex, that's you're having sex with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But and not everyone thinks that. Some no. people are like, you Eating know. Cheating. Oh, that can't be. That, why, you have that in your back fucking pocket. Dude. I say that to Sam all the time. He hates it. It's. He says, in fact, well, that it is cheating. In fact, it is, and I think it is very, no, I don't like it either. I'm joining the camp of Sam and... It's all about communication. <laughs> open. Is that when you, like, look at the bottom of your glass and read the cum to see? Yes, the tea, like tea leaves? <laughs> yeah. Where's you gotta spill the tea? Gotta More like tea leaves, because they come from the penis. And it tastes like piss. It's piss, and then at the bottom is the cum. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't know where I, that's so. I think you just made like a, a one of those fucking cold brews. <laughs> I mean, it sounded complicated. There's layers. You know, what I like to do, I wake up in the morning and I brew a hot, a hot mug of piss, and then I do, take. It's like honey. It's like a jar of gum, but it's honey instead. And it's all. I'm like, this is normal. I'm gonna Delicious. make some honeycomb. <laughs> I'm so grossed out. I hate that. I might cut this part because that is disgusting. Yeah, that's, that's disgusting. really gross. Sorry, mom. Oh, I also can't let people know how I get this beautiful skin. Oh I, gotta God, keep I know. It's glowing. You look amazing. Man's I've been showered, like recently. When did I shower? Golden shower. I'm, I'm done with that. Uh, no, I shower. I did shower recently. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it shows. Thank you. Um, um, so anyway, so sleeping with the enemy. Yes. <laughs> sleeping with a customer. Um, <laughs> they are the enemy. It's us versus them. Yes. They are wrong and should be punished. Yes. Um, if they say things like they do. Yeah. I, honestly, I would say that oh, I had overwhelmingly positive experiences with customers where I worked That's for the longest time. But there's the bad ones are so that it's like hard. That's a great way of putting it. Ninety eight percent of them, perfectly fine, lovely tables, customers, patrons. Yeah, two percent of them, bad. It's just like you know, a bad egg will spoil your scramble. You know, and we are doing a crisp up the restaurant number two, part two. Yeah, we talked about it on break, and we were like, this is so rife for stuff. We gotta, we gotta, because yeah. My my story is like I you and I I don't know how long how long have, did you work at restaurants I worked in restaurants for like over ten years about four well, not that long but four years yeah it was two years hosting that's so long four years is so long it's crazy yeah it's a lot so there's a group of individuals who would come in to the restaurant and they were. I don't really know exactly what their deal. I think they were like in the seminary, trying to get in the seminary. Some form, some form of, yes, exactly. Come in for lunch, ordered salads. Ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Trashed the place. Um, But there was one guy in particular, so handsome, very, very cute. And he 
was sort of like coy about being gay, but it was like a very big sort of like all the servers would talk about him and coming in and I started talking to him more often and I started serving him more often and I got the vibe that something was maybe there. So um, we exchanged some information. And then he asked me, ah, this is uncomfortable because it's too late and it doesn't matter. It's sort of like I envisioning one of my managers like listening because I'm still friends with like a lot of people that I work with when I work there. I'm envisioning them listening to this and being like, I can't believe you did this on, on like company time or whatever. Like actually doing this in general is not great. Right. But we had a, a unisex bathroom. Oh my God. How progressive. And, oh, was what's that? What? I said, how progressive, but was it a family bathroom? Oh no. I think all of our bathrooms were unisex now that I say that, but, um, were they? No, they weren't. I'd probably um, be straight if our bathrooms were unisex. You didn't say you would be straight. No. No. What? Why? What no, story is that? The worst. <laughs> oh, because you were like looking at you were looking up the skirts. Oh my god! I I was trying to back out of this. That's no. a horrible thing to say. Okay, well, then I got to lean into it and say, I don't mean what I just said. <laughs> now that you've heard me say it, I don't mean it. <laughs> you know what, honestly, listeners, that's a good rule of thumb, I would say, about this podcast in general. Is just point. because we say it doesn't mean we mean it. No. And in fact, I don't, I don't mean most of what I say. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, yeah. you know, um, could I, uh, would, would it be a, a bad time to toot my own horn for a second uh, i mean i would say if it makes you feel better you know relieve some of that pressure <laughs> yeah no go for it i uh graduated on sunday from the second city yes. yay i moved here two and a half years of working on this and i'm done now our show was last sunday and but it just made me think of how we are on this podcast my teacher who i love and everything made this comment when he was like he was like okay guys at the end of every semester i always say that you know if anybody needs anything to reach out to me email call whatever works you know i'm here for you guys if you need me and i was like and at the end of this every semester what i mean is (laughs) (laughs) and then i felt really guilty because then i realized he hadn't responded to one of my emails and and he was like wait no uh no i mean reach out and i was like oh god no i was making a joke oh (laughs) but also I don't know about you, but like, I was also told that, and then I did, and then it was like, and I'm like, oh. Why, what do you need? Why are you? Uh, but that's okay. Yeah. I got to do what I love. I mean, I, I got to do what I love on a regular basis for years because of this place, and I'm going to appreciate it for that more than anything. Of course. Yeah. I just, I think like on an individual level though, if you don't want people to reach out to you and say like, especially if you're if you ever want to like get to talk about like comedy or like if I can help you in any way or whatever, like if you, if you're not capable of doing that, if you don't have the time to do that, don't say it. Right. Or be like something else. Like be like, Hey, if you guys want to reach out to me in the future, you know, and you want to send me an email or give me a call, that's great that you want that. (laughs) 
just know I won't respond. Yeah, exactly. Send me an email. Maybe that's what he meant. Reach out to yeah. me. Exactly. Uh, send it to away. my PO box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, damn. No, so talented though, Emma. Like your Thanks, show. I didn't mean was... to cut that off to say that, but I, I had a, in my head no. to mention that at least one time because I'm really happy about it. I'm glad. I also, I hit the ground running real hard with uh, conversation about 69. And I would have loved to address more of like that kind of stuff with what's been going on and how amazing your show has been. I don't think I got to say it on the podcast yet. So yes, so incredible. Uh, So anytime you see Emma Rose on a poster, you have to go to that show. You have to go to that show because you know it's going to be. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Okay, so now I'm. Hopefully I'm on that poster too. Absolutely, I'm peculiarly, um, I'm I'm properly wetted from your seminary boy story. So please go on. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I don't like that phrasing. You need to do that. Oh, <laughs> we need to release some behind the scenes clips of our break. That was way worse. <laughs> that got us. <laughs> oh my god, that's true. That's a good point. Be surprised um, at what we save you from. What doesn't end up on the show? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You think <laughs> this is bad. Right. This is bad. Yeah. No. I, um, Not enough Q-tips in the world. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you should not put Q-tips in your ears. You shouldn't. That's true. You really should. It's No, don't wink at me. I know that it's true <laughs> that you should. Don't fucking wink at me. I'm going to. You laugh too as if I wasn't going to tell on you. To the listeners, she winked at me. About everything, though. He what? They say that about everything. That you shouldn't put it in your ears. Yes. That's because you shouldn't. Except oh. for this podcast. Screw up the ear canal. <laughs> I, I think I have. Did I tell you I heard my heartbeat in my ear the other day? What? My heartbeat in my ear. You heard your heartbeat in your ear. Yeah, that's the thing. Apparently, it's really bad for, like, it could mean... <laughs> so flexible. What? No, I don't mean... <laughs> I was doing yoga. No, I mean, like, I heard the blood pumping in my ear. No. Not good. Yeah. It could mean that I'm going deaf, which would make sense. So, Me too. Did fine. you ears boxed a lot as a kid? Uh, well, I was, like, deaf as a kid. Like, they had oh. to put, like, tubes and shit in my ear, and my mom, like, yeah, like you would call for me, and my mom was like, "You couldn't, like, I wouldn't respond because I couldn't hear." We do hear- screw up the ear canal. Hello. Well, what? I was just born like that. What? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I had the person was like, "Let's go into the unisex bathroom." Well, not let's go. He was like, "I'm gonna go." meet me in there in a little bit and i was like oh I'm just that's like, very forward no i was like so okay so the crazy thing about this person was that like i was very like oh like let's you know maybe we'll go on a date or whatever and he was like i'm gonna suck your dick and i was like oh or that okay i guess we'll just do that so i went into the bathroom and that's exactly what happened and i was still working and i felt crazy about it like i was just like I'm not a voyeuristic person, but I am a people pleaser. And if he wanted to suck my dick, I'm not going to not. No, like, you're not going to keep him from, you're not going to keep him from the pleasure of pleasing you. Yeah, exactly. That's so disrespectful. 
And even though it made me completely uncomfortable, except for the way that it made me massively comfortable, mm-hmm. I just let it happen anyway. But then eventually I was like, I got panicky and was like, no, 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 we were done, blah, blah, blah. He was like, okay, bye. And then just like left or whatever. And then I was like, I'm going to wait a little bit and then I'm going to leave. And I like took the garbage out with me or whatever. So it looked like I was doing something. Um, oh. It was crazy. It all happened so fast. So then though, we, so we're exchanging information and this is where everything kind of got lost in translation and sort of odd for me because he was like a very religious person maybe he's the um, punk now well not now it'd be a maybe, lot maybe he will be one day maybe he will be one day maybe he will be one day um i did look very young like a little boy that's <laughs> really oh bad God, how old was he i didn't even think of that <laughs> he was your age right i was picturing him your age yeah he was my age yeah. oh god thank god thank yeah. god nobody well, should was- have sex with anybody that's even more than one year older or younger than them except for me Mama, when are you are you kidding me? When I was like when I was eighteen, I was having sex with like fifty year old men. <gasps> oh no! Yeah. Wait, what kind of restaurant was it? Uh, I'm not gonna say. Oh, cool. Mine was a steakhouse. <laughs> have I yeah. said that before? Have I said the you exact said name the, location? You, know, you said the name of it multiple times. Yes. Um, it's a franchise. Yeah. It could be anywhere in Salisbury on Clumac Road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. Okay, so. Real quick, though, we do have to wrap up, but to finish the story, I had um, a Skype session where I was just like, I want to like hang out and like get to know you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, he was like, pull your dick out. I want to see you masturbate on this camera. And I was like, ah, the way I say things that are sexual are just so weird. Like, I want to see you masturbate. Like, he didn't say it that way. Right. Oh, okay, good. I'm, good. I'm glad it's you saying it that way and not him. Why am I saying it that way? Like, why well, can't I remove your penis from your trousers, please? <laughs> I would like to see you move it around. It's like- but kind of, he was like, he's like staying in a place where like it's very clear that he should not be watching somebody masturbate on because then is he in like an internet cafe or something? No, no, not an internet cafe. He remember he was in the he's like in a, the seminary or whatever. So he's like at the seminary when he's doing this? Girl, I don't know. But like, oh, I'm but sorry. Right. In the seminary doesn't mean in the building of the seminary. I forget sometimes. Yeah, I don't really know how it works. the Olympics. It's like, well, then why are you out here? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing out in the world? Go, go into the Olympics then. <laughs> don't know what things are. Don't you sleep at the Olympics? Yeah. I, he just like turned the camera off like in the middle of it and like panicked and like so that's why I, I was like all right well let me go on chatterbait and see you know I was about to say, let me go run chat roulette <laughs> <laughs> see if anybody wants a piece of this yes. but no i uh, it was like it, shortly i like he came in and was just like uh this is i'm moving up in the thing and uh goodbye thank you thank you for everything um, but yeah, it was very bizarre because I really oh. was just like, I want to get to know you and all this other stuff. And he was just like, I don't care about any of this. But it's what was strange was that like, it's not that he didn't when, but it was like, it almost felt like he saw windows of gayness for him where he was able to exercise that. And he was like, all right, the window's going to close soon. So I need to like get as much sexuality out of this scenario as I can. 
and then when I'm done, we're like shutting it off and I'm going to go back to being like, oh, yes, hi, I would love the salmon salad. Thank you so much. Very, it's such a bizarre, um, but I hope he's doing well. He's a very attractive uh, man, very polite, very kind. Um, and, you know, if you're uh, interested in, in getting some inseminated, no, anointed. With anointment, I'm gross. I'm whatever. Who cares? Um, if we have a couple minutes, uh, we actually got an email. Oh, oh my God! We have time for that, of course. Yes, yes, we have been blessed. Are you kidding me? That's Dude, what I'm truly thankful for. You're gonna read, and I'm gonna read along. Yeah. Yes, that sounds okay. great. This is um. Uh, this person was so. Uh, so ambiguous about their anonymity that I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to say first name. Um, she said she didn't mind, you know, whatever we used or anything. So I'm just going to use first name and she is a friend of mine. XD. XD. Is that the, yep. the, the, okay, cool, cool, cool. Just making sure. And you know, I don't know if you, you, that's a face. That's a happy face. I don't know if you know that, but capital X, capital D in text. Is like such a happy face. Oh yeah, yeah. Me squint like a squinty. Yeah, I just um, I don't know why I didn't say happy face. No, no, no. XD makes more sense because that's what it says. But I just didn't know. It was just a moment where I just want to check. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Thank Maybe you. our listeners yes. saying something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel great. Yes. This uh this email is a throwback from our uh, birth control from my little birth control talk. Uh, the mm-hmm. solo episode a few uh, episodes ago. If you get a chance to check it out, it's not our funniest episode, but it's uh, it was it meant a lot to me. It would mean a lot to me if you uh, wanted to give it a shot and give it a listen anytime. Um, really, uh, bear in my soul, and I so appreciate this email from Kelly too, because it's it's a very similar thing. It's like this is what we're here for. We're here to share stories of struggles and figure out how we can move forward in a positive way. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I will be the first to say that like a lot of our episodes have some pretty tough uh, elements yeah and that's sort of the point is that like not all of them are going to be funny and um some of the ones that we think are funny probably aren't that funny either but you know it's it's uh yeah i I different we'd call it nail the podcast nailed it the podcast Nailed it, the podcast, which I don't think we can for legal reasons call it that. Is but that's also not why. Yeah, well, there's a, yeah, the, the show. Nailed it. <laughs> um, but yes, that was an amazing episode. Uh, episode. You should definitely listen to it. And um, you go ahead and read the, the email. I'm excited. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Birth control sucks. I tried like four different pills to relate my period and each one gave me dumb side effects like weight gain, acne, or my favorite, the one that made me sad for no reason. (laughs) Also tried the NuvaRing, which was great for about six months until it started to be painful upon insertion, plus anything else I tried to insert, tampons mostly. So that had to stop. My doctor was finally like, fuck it. You said you're not... You said you're not even having sex right now, so just stop taking everything. And I did for like four years, having sex only twice during that time due to pregnancy paranoia. Oh, that sucks. Then I decided to date again and got on the patch. That, like the NuvaRing, worked great for about six months. It even actually started relating my period, um, which nothing else had done. Until I started having crazy skin reactions to it, 
it looked like my skin was burning underneath. So I had to stop those to the patch, which brings me to my, brings me to my next plan in arm IUD. It sure is fun to play with and it stops me from having babies, but now my periods are more fucked up than they've ever been. Will I go six weeks between periods or a week or a week? I have three periods in one month with less than a week in between. Who knows? Luck of the draw. And that's my current situation until I figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life and whether or not I want, I even want kids. Oh, thank you, Kelly. Thank you. This sucks, man. That is, um, that this feels like the quintessential. It has everything. It was why I hear. Yeah, it's what I hear from all of my lady friends about uh, birth control in general and how it just, it's all, I mean. It's just not there yet. It feels like we're an entire generation, generations and generations and generations of experiments on women is what it feels like. To fix a problem that could be fixed in an entirely different way, in a way that involves men. I love the term pregnancy paranoia. That's such yeah. a makes me want. And it's like a problem that like we're not even trying to give men something to sort right. of you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. it's like we're doing all this stuff and trying to figure out, well, how do we get women to control yes. their bodies from having babies? And it's like they obviously don't want what? us to control everything about their bodies. So how do we get them to make them how do we get them to do what we want then? Yeah, how do we get them to want to control their bodies? Yeah. How do they how do we get them to, to want us to control their bodies for them? <laughs> yes. That's like what it is. And I just think it's so crazy because I think I see all this stuff and I'm like, what if there was just a pill that men could take where it would just stop the sperm count and then when they would take it, it'd stop. But I do think that herein lies the rub with because I think it could happen with here's herein lies the rub one out. A but, rub one uh, out would have really solved the pregnancy paranoia. That's go. true. Yes, there you go. Yeah, um, but uh, it kind of reminds me of like when you take. I feel like any medication, there's bound to be side effects, and you, when you're dealing with something with like hormones, it would probably affect men as well in ways that are not super great. So, just like a lot of medications, you kind of have to like be like, are the side effects or this the experiences that I'm having worth the balancing out of like, yeah, sure. Maybe I feel sick all the time, but at least I'm not having a baby or whatever, you know, and it's like, right, exactly. I'm going to be it, sick for nine months. <laughs> I think the only problem with it is like, that's a, that experience, that sort of one for one is like only experienced by women. Whereas like it should be, or could be more of like a shared responsibility in general. Right. And even women to women, you know, I think it's hard for women yeah. to talk to each other about this comfortably. Um, yeah. to, you know, and it's like, I feel like I've found like a few women in my life now that I feel like we've all been able to like talk about things so openly um, mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And it's so comforting and it's so nice. Um, it's been two weeks. I don't know, you know, listeners, I'm an open book. It's been two weeks since I've been on birth control and I have since I've been off birth control and I have been experiencing some uh, hormone fluctuations. Uh, this past week, which has been really interesting. And it's mostly just, I cry really easily right now. And I sweat a lot. Um, But that's about, and it's like not crying, sad crying. It's like everything, you know, like a sunset or, or, you know, my beau says something sweet or something. And I'm just like, "Ah." getting punched in the arm. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I, I, that is, I think crying is fun. So I don't know. I started crying more easily when I started taking my new medication. Yeah. Uh, and it feels great. It feels like I have a, a, it doesn't have to, it's like a motion that doesn't have to bubble over anymore. It just like is, it's, it just there. happened. Yeah, it's yeah, just, it's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's so, it's so nice. So satisfying to be able to cry when you need to. Yeah. When you feel the Kelly, I really hope that um, it gets figured out. I feel like the unfortunate reality though, is that like, we're not there. Like you said, you know, there, there seems to be no easy way. Um, but I just wish that it was like a more of a shared responsibility so that women don't have to just like go through this and men just get to not worry about it ever. Absolutely. Cause like, this is not, this is not an experience that any like man is like, going through at all. Like you would never get this email from a man. And, right. Absolutely. Uh, not that you should. I'm not saying that like, no, we don't want to like even and out, make it harder for them, which is hard yeah. too. I think sometimes like I struggle with that sometimes myself, like, falling into that category of like two of sexes in the opposite direction of like, well, we should even it out and make them have to pay sometimes, but I'm not proud of those thoughts. And I definitely just want it to be better for everyone. Men yeah. Men. Yeah, exactly. It just needs to be more like even across the board. That's yes. what I think. And it's like, thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. Cause like really it's stuff like this, being able to share openly and honestly like with people, with all of our listeners, like just to know that this is not an experience that experience that's like, super unique and you know or makes makes you strange or weird or in any way or that there's absolutely anything wrong with our bodies because that's where i would go a lot of times like something's wrong with me but it's like this medicine is all experimental right now still like it just is very yeah we're seeing something is wrong with me but it's not my body and yes <laughs> my body hair <laughs> that's the best <laughs> birth control <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> these chestnut locks <laughs> chestnut locks and you're talking about your legs <laughs> sort of that's what uh, well that, <laughs> hello that's for me are you kidding me i am i have so much body hair and it used to be what i my like i was supposed to say birth control that doesn't make sense but i used to worry <laughs> that it was like not <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like a commercial now where people are just like, this is my birth control. And then it's just like a bunch of like, <laughs> like these, my glasses are my birth control. Yes. Sometimes I wear big long socks and sandals. That's my birth control. <laughs> my personality is my birth control. Yes. Yeah. Very, like, I don't know why. That, that just, <laughs> my birth control. <laughs> birth control. <laughs> my anti-drug. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Anyway, thank you so much for writing in. If you would like to have your uh, business air out to the uh, public for uh, a no fee at all, don't charge a, th a thing to sure. talk about you. Email us. Check us out on your favorite podcasting platform, wherever you're listening to this. But please email us at scriptthepodcast at gmail.com with any of your stories. If you have restaurant stories. Uh, especially if you've worked at restaurants if you know of any good ones uh, if you want to talk shit about we get it into our part two put it in our number two Screw up yeah <laughs> part two 
<laughs> it's, a little, it's a little backed up, but yeah, feel free. <laughs> you can provide some room. You're more than welcome. Um, but Emma, we did it. That's the podcast. Yay. What now? I guess you. it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. That was a good one. sounds great it looks sexy in the movies but it's never what you think it's gonna be